0: Hey guys, it's Grant Balfour here. Ex-pitcher of the Tampa Bay Rays, Oakland Athletics, Minnesota Twins, Milwaukee Brewers, Cincinnati Reds. I just wanted to uh say you're watching Maddie C Sports for you and me podcast. Enjoy the show. It's got a lot Maddie's got a lot of uh great things to talk about. Wide range of sports. Get on there. Uh hope to see you guys soon on the show. All
1: right guys, take care.
0: We fight for that itch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that itch.
1: Coming in at 320 kilobytes per second, it's time for Maddie C's Sports for you and me. Everybody, Maddie C Sports for you and me. Um, I have a guest here who I met at Cage Titans Combat 3. Now, people that don't know, that was a fun-filled event full of MMA, uh, grappling, Muay Thai, and uh, I think they call it a super fight with uh four-on-four. Four. And uh this guy right here was in a grappling match and good dude, and uh Wanted to introduce Casey Lamont. So, Casey, how are you doing tonight?
0: I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, how did you like um,
1: the Cage Titans atmosphere? And, you know, it seems like you and Leon, you
0: know, were good after the, the match. And it uh, seems like you guys get along pretty good. Yeah. So I've actually, I've known Leon for a long time, um, just through the MMA community, jiu-jitsu community, but also, um, we share similar professions as well. Um, so I've known him for a long time. It was kind of funny cause I had his name pop up a few different times with different, uh, you know, jiu-jitsu promotions and stuff like that. And I was like, Oh, like we're really good friends. Da-da-da. Um, but you know, I tried finding a match, um, you know, and I, I couldn't really find anyone and his name came up again. So I was like, all right. So I messaged him. I was like, Hey, you cool. If we grapple, he's like, yeah, let's go. So, um, you know, it, it was good going against him. He's a real nice guy, good competitor.
1: Yeah. You both were class sacks when I was there. Um, you know, simple interview in and out. And you guys, it was funny cause you guys were like interviewing each other. You're like, I could have did this, and you know, I could have did this and, you know, you guys were competitive, but like, you know, in a competitive manner, you still you guys were still like good with each other. So yeah. it seemed it was a good time. And I mean, like, there was a lot of action going on that night. And um I just saw it and I was just like, oh, like I'll I'll talk to these grappling guys because I haven't heard from any of them in a while. I know Bruno from MMA and I know him from his wild, crazy action that night, man. Holy crap. Yeah. That yeah, was
0: he, just something unreal. Else. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, flying arm bar. I was like, oh my God,
0: this is ridiculous. This is insane. But yeah, it, uh, it was funny because, you know, I went to go corner him before my match. And then we like, we walked back up after his match and I got a little kind of like an adrenaline dunk. So I'm all pumped up for him. And uh, we walk into the back and I start warming up. He's like, all right, it's your turn. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'll follow that one up. Like, <laughs> It seems like, you know, like,
1: Bruno, like, knows everybody, and especially in the Brazilian jiu-jitsu world, and, like, he was translating for me in one of the super fight, all, every single one of them came in, and a lot of them spoke Portuguese, so he comes in, and they're, like, all talking at the same time, and I'm like, Bruno, I don't understand what they're talking about, like, can you translate for me, and he's like, oh, sure, sure, I'll translate, and it was just a funny time. Like he's, he's a good dude. And you guys, you guys share the same gym, right?
0: Yeah. So I train under Bruno. Uh, I've been training under Bruno for probably around six years or so. Uh, we train out at Junico and Hanover. Um, but yeah. So we've known each other for a while. I've been training together for a while. And it seems like wherever you go, he goes or wherever
1: he goes, you go, you know, and I appreciate it. Cause like what, from what I see you you guys make it into a family experience you guys have your family with you which is pretty cool in itself and you know I, I respect the friendship you guys have and I only see that through social media but I mean how, how close are you and
0: and uh Bruno uh super close I mean like you said it's like it's like family um I mean we got you know our wives train our, our kids train um you know, it's a family affair wherever we go. Like when we compete, the whole family comes. Um, yeah. and, you know, it, it's amazing to have that because a lot of, uh, especially for like, you know, guys in the MMA, Jiu Jitsu, um, you know, they go train, their wives get upset that they go train so much. But having like my wife train with me and, and support me and um, it's just, it's amazing to have that. Um, you know, my kids on the mat now they're five and seven, they're starting to do kids classes with jujitsu, um, you know, training under Bruno. And I, I wish I started when I was that young. Um, I yeah, it, I only get the interview day. part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, the, our relationship, uh, is as close as it gets. Um, you know, we go out to dinner all the time. I mean, we're always together. Um, it's much more than just jujitsu when it, when it comes to us, we're, we're all family.
1: And, you know, what people don't realize is that in the grappling world, it's a whole nother realm. Like you, people don't understand the tournaments. They're everywhere. And they're very, some of them are very hard to get into. It's not like, it's it's not even like, um, like you just traveling all over the place. I mean, I go from my cousin, myself, um, down in Maryland, he would go, to Pittsburgh, then he would go to Philadelphia. He would go down south. It, it, you know, it's they're everywhere. There's always a tournament, whether it be in a small venue. Sorry, excuse my dog. It's all right. Come here. No, it's all good. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean the um, the tournaments and like the welcoming and all of them is amazing because uh, my cousin came up here and it's like some of them are in little colleges, some of them are in you know big big arenas like what what's that like for you i mean do you, have you had that atmosphere from like a tiny little I'm high school you a little to like bit. Oh, okay um i was just saying oh, have hey, you've been hey. have you have you been to the experience of like from like a high school gym to maybe
0: like a massive arena anything like that yeah um i mean you know a long time ago when i first started uh you know in this sport i started uh, in 2008, I was actually, uh, you know, I was in it for MMA. Um, so I started training when I was 18 in 2008. Um, I had a few MMA fights. Uh, my first MMA fight was at the Dorchester Armory, you know, this small little gym. Um, and then my last MMA fight was at the Songus Arena at UMass Lowell. So I've been
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. from
0: those small little gyms to big arenas um, and then like with Jiu Jitsu. Um, I've done super fights with, uh, reality fighting where it's at Mohegan sun. And then I've done Nagas that, you know, are held in little gyms. So again, like you said, it kind of takes you everywhere. Um, you know, I I thought it was amazing for cage Titans to put on, um, you know, the super fight grappling matches and the Muay Thai and kind of mix things up because for us grapplers, we don't really get like the spotlight. Like we're always going to these local tournaments, kind of going through the grind, And, um, nobody's really there to see it. And, you know, we got our teammates there to support us, but, uh, you know, building a fan base and building a reputation for ourselves. Um, I thought it was amazing that cage Titans provided that opportunity, um, you know, to kind of display us for the fans of new England and show them what jujitsu is all about and how entertaining it can be. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you probably noticed, And, uh, you know, I know Mike Povier was kind of like skeptical himself about the whole Jiu Jitsu super fights. Like how are the fans going to react to it when it comes to mixing in the MMA and the Muay Thai and the fans were actually very educated. Um, Uh, you know, yeah, it was, it was amazing. Like you see, like when, when somebody would go for a pass or a sweep, you know, you'd you'd get a reaction from the fans. And, um, you know, I gotta, again, thank, I know I said it in my interview, but I gotta thank Mike Povier for, for you know, putting us on that stage. I thought, I thought it was amazing. And that's the thing about Mike
1: is just like you said, he, from the soda vendor to me, to you, everybody in that whole thing is a part of this organization. He's always there for anybody. And that's, what's great about me. He says, you need a table, you need something to drink. And I'm like, you're the one running, man. You can run the Boston marathon. How fast you go around this arena. So it's 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 pretty crazy, and I'm really glad they introduced the grappling. I don't I wasn't there for this other two super um, combat nights, but that night was really cool. It it got me to appreciate grappling more because I it kind of like left my head for a while because my cousin lives down there, and like you know I saw him grapple at Eastern Nazarene in Quincy, and um, you know tons of kids, no gi gi like. I'm like what what is this? Like, what is this? What does this mean? Like, and then like they started telling me and like coaches are right there yelling at you, like in the bleachers, like, holy moly man, like this is unbelievable. And it's so cool seeing everybody like like from 18 to 30. A 30-year-old guy could fight an 18-year-old kid. So it's it's uh it's pretty amazing to honestly see all that action. That's the underground stuff that nobody sees in the grappling. I don't know
0: if I, did I cut off? You cut off a little bit. I was hearing most of what you're saying though. Like I, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Like, you know, the underground, the underground aspect of grappling and, you know, um, Doing this for such a long time, I mean, having to travel all over the place, and nobody really like, you know, knowing what you're doing, but you're competing all the time, and you really like. Now, for me, uh, competing at black belt, um, you know, when I compete, I go into these to these tournaments. I have no idea, like, how long these people have been a black belt for, what type of skill set that they have. Um, it kind of leaves things for question a little bit. Um, like when you're at you know, blue belt or purple belt or brown belt, you kind of know, okay, they're, they're at that particular level. I kind of know what to expect. And, uh, you know, now things have kind of changed a little bit, uh, with competing at, at black belt. Um, but I mean, so far it's been an awesome experience for me. Like cage Titans was my first match technically as a black belt, even though it was no gi. Um, I did have a match the weekend after, uh, it was my black belt, debut in the Gi. Um, I ended up winning that tournament. Um, it was an amazing experience, uh, you know, to, you know, compete at black belt in the Gi and win my debut. It was awesome. Um, I actually competed the next weekend after that, um, on a Naga and ended up, uh, you know, I faced against a real high level black belt again, like kind of what I was mentioning. You kind of don't know how long people have had black belts for, Mm -hmm. uh, I know this guy, uh, competed for IBGDF as a black belt. He won, uh, the Boston open, uh, New York open. He competed at masters worlds. Um, and I, I ended up making some mistakes and I ended up losing that one, but, uh, I have a busy schedule for this year. I already have a bunch of stuff in line. Um, I actually have a super fight match for reality fighting, uh, Mohegan sun in the Ghee. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, I probably have about six or seven matches coming up within the next few weeks. Um, I'm just trying to stay busy, get some experience, uh, get in there. Cause the ultimate goal for me is I want to compete in IBJJF um, and I want to win masters worlds um, at black belt. That's kind of like the, the pinnacle for me. Um, So I'm trying to get as much experience as possible competing in whether it be local stuff or whether it be super fights uh, doesn't really matter to me. I'm kind of reaching out to, uh, promoters all over the Northeast. I'm willing to travel. Um, you know, I have a super fight match in Connecticut, uh, towards the end of April. Um, so just trying to stay busy, trying to get some experience. That's excellent, man. I mean, it, that's a lot of schedule right there. And
1: I'm telling you, man, you guys, like, even though like, it's not a belt situation, you guys had the biggest fucking medals I've ever seen. Like the medals yeah. were as big as your face. I was, I was looking at them. Holy shit. Like these things are huge. And I'm like, it, it, that takes a lot of work to get that thing. I'm sure. And, you know, it, it's, it seemed like you have, it's very flexible. Like, does it seem flexible for you to like set up yourself to get to these tournaments? Like, okay. Like it, it, does it um, reach out that far? So if, do they reach out as far as like August or, you know, stuff like that? Cause I know it's hard in some,
0: cards to uh be so far away you know what i mean like yeah absolutely the the farthest one that i have away right now is uh june 11th uh for reality fighting at mohegan sun uh for that Ghee super fight match um and again like i said i probably have like uh maybe like seven or eight lined up in between there whether the local tournaments that i've already signed up for um or other super fights um, or you know, just promotions that I know that are holding super fights that I put my name in for. Um, you know, and I I I felt like, you know, once when I got my black belt in December, um, you know, doing this for so long and, you know, kind of going through going to the gym every day and training, it, it just became kind of like you're kind of content just going in and training and going through the motions. And I felt I'm sure other people in jujitsu can relate to this, but you kind of like hit a wall where you're not really making a lot of improvements. And um, I kind of felt that way when I got my black belt. And um, also just like the, the nervousness of having your black belt as well. Cause there's kind of a different expectation once when you get your black belt. Um, I felt like just diving into the deep end and jumping into all these super fights and tournaments um, would just get me out of my comfort zone and get me to train harder and get me to, you know, work on my technique and start making improvements and, um, you know, getting my black belt in December. And since now I've had, um, you know, three, either super fights or tournaments that I've done. And, um, I feel like it's made all the difference in the world. Um, I mean, I feel, I feel sharp. Um, I feel the best I've ever been. And, um, you know, I kind of solidified it for myself, winning my, my debut at black belt that I belong here. And, um, you know, I, I could hang with some of the best. So, uh, that was kind of my goal of jumping into all these tournaments and why I'm competing so much. And I'm going to continue to do that. And, you know, from your post, like I said,
1: it's like you you're standing on that platform. It's not like you are maybe something, I don't know. You came in fourth or something, but like most of the tournaments are fairly close to each other, I'm assuming. And you're winning them. Like, I, I see what you're saying. I mean, not at, in, in my point of view, but kind of like where you say you hit a wall, it's kind of like, is it a feeling like, Oh, okay. I got my black now, black belt now. Like, what do I do? Like where do I, I go absolutely. from here?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I feel like, uh, you know, people kind of get fixated in, um, jujitsu on the belt system. And, um, you know, it's a good thing, but it's also a bad thing, um, at least in, in my opinion. I feel like it's a good thing because, you know, you drive yourself to get to that next level. But then once when you get to black belt, I mean, that's kind of like sometimes the end goal for people. And, you know, a lot of people in jujitsu, like once when they are, you know, they're a white belt and they get to their blue belt level, that's probably where the most people kind of leave jujitsu and quit. Because they've they've reached that first level, they've kind of reached the goal that they wanted to reach, and um, you know every belt, I feel like it kind of gets, uh, you know, it obviously gets harder, um, but not a lot of people know the amount of people that quit once when they get their black belt. Um, I feel like that's not really something that's spoke about, um, but it, it it's a few different reasons. It's it's the reason of people being uh, unsure if they're at that level, but it's also people being content that they're at that level. And I didn't want to be either or, um, and I kind of felt that you know I was a little content, um, and I wasn't really doing as much as I could do to to be the best version of myself. And um, you know, again, I felt like jumping into all these it would kind of light a fire in my ass, and it definitely did. And um, you know, again, I feel the best I've ever felt.
1: That's awesome, man. And, you know, good cardio for what you do and good, good um relaxation seems like. And, um, you know, I, I agree with what you're saying, just because like I've known a person in since I've known since middle school, this girl has done all sorts of karate, all sorts of stuff. And she's a third degree black belt now. She's my age. So so I'm 33 that many years and she does like stunt performing. Like she was on, um, hi, Cobra Kai. And, hi. uh, you know, like, like I said, the girl's been like, like you said, some people just quit right away. Cause they see that defining stage, but like to earn that degree is like really hard. I'm sure it was very hard for you, but like, once you get it, like, people don't understand they have ceremonies for these things like in certain spots and like it's very it's a very serious honor and very serious thing it's not like oh hey like let me just turn the belt in and there it is you know it's a it's a dedication and congratulations on your black belt and you know it's it's good to see that you know this that grappling is is a big part of mma and then you Know, I think things like having this stuff like Mike does, where he had the super fu- where he had the um combat night three. If we could have more of those like mixed all in together, this is where the whole grappling thing will rise. If we have this, you know, say, embellator or UFC or something. So, I mean, do you do you like agree or do you still feel like um? Sorry.
0: If, no, um, I, 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 100%, I I agree with that a hundred percent. Um, because I feel like you're gonna start getting those people that um never typically watch jujitsu, uh, that are more of like MMA fans or more and more Thai fans and and seeing um you know uh, us you know display our technique and uh put on exciting, entertaining matches and you know, become fans and then um you know, maybe start coming to local tournaments or, um, you know, maybe start, you know, ringing Mike Povier's phone, asking to do a, another, uh, you know, another combat night to where we're doing jujitsu because they loved it so much. Um, maybe other MMA promotions will start doing this as well. Um, who knows? Maybe maybe I might be able to talk Mike Povere and doing a straight jujitsu card where we actually have just like a, uh, you know, a platform mat. And uh, you know, we just put on a whole uh, super fight card. Um, you know, you never know, but um, also I got to talk to Mike Povere about uh, getting uh, team Junico in there. I know they, they had the, the team jujitsu. Um, you know, I'd love an opportunity for, for our team uh, to come together and, uh, you know, for us to, to find out about, um, you know, Junico and all of us, um, so I, I think we'd, we'd have an amazing team. Uh, so hopefully I could get in contact with him and, uh, you know, get us in there. That'd be awesome.
1: He's a,
0: he's a very good man to get in touch with. Like he'll answer you very quickly. Oh, Absolutely. I and- already put the bug in his ear too, He knows. <laughs> I put it, I put it in his ear right after the event was done. So well, he should the, know.
1: The thing is too, is that when, I don't know if you were there for cage Titans 50 when they had the, the amateurs were in the afternoon until um, I think it was about five o'clock and then opened up two hours later, it was all the MMA all the pro cards. So like, if they could do that kind of deal, you know, like start off with that, put a a grappling matches Muay Thai in the, you know, in the afternoon until the evening and then do the MMA. I think that would be a great idea because, you know, people want to hear names and, you know, cage Titans is a big name, but put cage Titans with, you know, it sounds badass with combat night three and then combat night four. Or, you know, it goes on and on, or you change the names even. Um, but I, I think that's a great idea to really get the grappling uh, game out there. And you and, you and Bruno really showed you stuff that night. And, you know, I respect Bruno because he, he fought MMA very well. And he's a, he's a dedicated fighter, dedicated to everything just i gotta get in touch with him because he won't answer me it's a busy dude like you <laughs> so um yeah and yeah. you're yeah you I'll, I'll try to get a hold beautiful. of
0: him he, he, he very busy. He, um thank
1: yeah, you i you appreciate guys, it yeah you guys got a beautiful gym man i mean it's it's really nice and i'm like oh my god like i gotta go check this out that's why i was going to talk to bruno and be like hey uh let me go to your gym come take a look at this cool spot. And I mean, where, where is it in Hanover? What, where, whereabouts?
0: Um, so it's right across the street from the old Hanover mall where they're doing all the the new construction. Um, so right off of route three, exit 13, uh, once when you get off of there, um, it's right across the street, um, in just like a shopping mall area. Uh, we're at like the corner unit, Um, but yeah, so it's not too far right off the highway. Pretty easy to reach. So if anybody wants to come train with us, uh, you know, come knock on our door.
1: And that's Junico. Um what do you call it? just Junico, or is it um or is it more to that? Is
0: like Junico MM um just just Junico. Um just Junico, yeah. Well, we do, uh, you know, we had jujitsu there, uh, Muay Thai classes. They hold yoga classes and stuff with a different instructor. But, um, yeah, our primary, uh, you know, function of the gym is jujitsu. That's awesome. And um,
1: from, from what we're saying now, I mean, what's, what's your goal for the rest of this year? Like, what, what do you want to do personally yourself? And, like, what, what is it you want your gym to do? I mean, do you guys want to expand into different ventures, like, you know, kickboxing or anything like that, boxing?
0: Um, I mean, honestly, I, I, I'm, you know, just going to focus on my jujitsu. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the the MMA thing was something that I did when I was a little bit younger, and um, I don't really want to get punched in the face anymore. So I've got them all set with that. Um but I, I solely want to focus on my jujitsu jitsu and just just keep getting better, keep growing our team. Um, you know, I, I again, like I said, I got a bunch of matches already lined up. I want to continue doing that for the remainder of the year. Um, hopefully IBJJF will be coming to Boston. I know they do typically around like the summertime. Um, but I'd, I'd love to compete for IBJJF and uh, just continue to better myself. That's all I'm really looking to do at this point. Um, and, you know, like you said, with, with Bruno, I mean, with, with our relationship and stuff like that, he's been competing by my side and, you know, it, it's made it so much easier for me. Um, you know, I just, you know, training on a Bruno has been amazing. Um, mm-hmm. it's it hard to really put into words. Um, cause I've, I've trained with a lot of professors, um, you know, over my time at Jiu Jitsu and, um. You know, he's just a different breed. Um, the way that he trains, I, I never see any black belts train like he trains. Uh, where typically, you know, at gyms, black belts are kind of nervous to train with uh, with lower belts. Bruno trains with everyone. Um, you know, he, he wants to get everyone better. Um, you know, his sole focus in jiu-jitsu, not to really speak for him, but I believe is to, to make his students the best that he, they can be. Um, it's such I a can self- tell just the way he was. Yeah, it's it's such a selfless thing, and uh, for especially someone at his level, um, you know, the people that he competes against, the way that he competes, um, you know, he he could be someone that you know goes to some mecca of jujitsu like um, you know an Atos or something like that, where um, he has uh, much more high level black belts to train with um, and kind of solely focus on himself. Um, but the fact that you know, he, he runs a gym himself and trains with all of his students and, you know, his sole focus is on improving his students, um, and putting them first over himself is, is just such an amazing thing to me. Um, you know, I hope, you know, one day when I open up my own school, um, when I'm teaching that, you know, I could be as good of a leader as, as Bruno has been for us.
1: And it's it's amazing. And the funny thing is, is that like, I'm sure you've been at a turn. Well, obviously, you've been in a tournament with him. You always know where that dude is because he dyes his hair like every other day.
0: You know, it, it, you just yeah, know yeah. Where he's always he got is. the bleach or the you, you you know you know when he's competing because when we show him, he's got the hair dye going. Got the bleach going, and then he, he throws the green in there for for Jacare for uh, you, the know, the yep. in, uh, you know the alligator in know jujitsu matches or whatever it be.
1: And that's what he did against uh, Joe Penafiel. I think he had green hair that night. I don't know if that was the night he broke his leg. I'm not sure, but he he, he just is a whole nother realm. Like I see the dedication and the passion he has for each sport, and. You know, seeing him like in the in the in the um, in the winners uh, room, in the winners circle per se, at Cage Titans. You know, he comes in there and we talk and all that stuff. And I said, said to him, I said, Bruno, why why are you wearing a hat right now? You're the guy who who like distinctly makes it out like you're right there you got the hair to like <laughs> make it yourself known you don't need a hat bro it's like no i'm trying to represent Junico i was like all right so you got to get me a hat too it's like oh yeah, yeah i got yeah. you he's a very kind guy you know i respect I respect him and you know you coming on my show of course the same thing so um i think what did i one of the things i asked you and i don't know if it was you was your go-to meal after a fight was Chinese food, right? Was that was that yeah. your answer? Okay. And that yeah. was your wife next to right? You were a fan,
0: right? You weren't a fan of it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. It was the sushi I wasn't. Yeah. That's what it
0: was. I was trying to remember. Yeah, okay. okay. All I, all I remember I, I said the the noodles with the shrimp, and you're like, okay, you got me back now. You got me back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to remember. I was like, I'm trying to flashback to see if he remembers. But
1: that's funny. I'm glad. So is is your wife yeah, in competitive yeah. grappling too?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm kinda losing you a little bit.
1: Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um the, no, the it's grappling okay. it's is, kinda going in is, and out. Is your is your wife into it too? Like does she does she go to competitions like
0: herself and compete? I heard like half of that you, uh, oh, you asked him my, my, about my,
1: yeah. If she competed in
0: any competitions too, am
1: I still losing you?
0: Yeah. So I heard like half of it, but I think I got you. My, my wife, um, you know, she's been training for almost just as long as I have. Um, she started just a few years after I did. Um, she, she definitely, uh, you know, was a little bit ahead of the curve, uh, you know, when it comes to, uh, her training and when she started off. So she, she fought MMA, uh, oh, for a long time okay. too, just like I did. And, uh, so she's six and zero oh, um, in MMA, five first round finishes. Um, and, she's a Brown belt with four stripes now. So she's knocking on the door of getting her black belt and, um, she's competed, uh, a bunch in local tournaments or super fights. Uh, she competed for fight to win, which is a big, uh, super fight promotion for jujitsu. Um, and, uh, you know, she, she always wins somehow. She always finds a way to win. I don't think I've ever seen her lose. Um, you know, she, she's definitely something special and, uh, you know, it was a, pretty amazing when we had um my son so my son's seven years old now Mm uh she was four and oh at the time in MMA um she had my son and within nine months after giving birth to my son she had an MMA fight and won. um (laughs) almost nine months to the date which is pretty pretty crazy uh yeah she, she she's something else um so she, she's been around like the New England MMA community and jiu-jitsu community for a long time. Um, she's been kind of away from the scene uh, for a little bit just because with our kids and life and everything kind of gets in the way, um, you know, work. Uh, but she's still training every day. She still always comes to the gym with me. Um, you know, we bring our kids. Our kids go to the kids class and then we, they hang around when we have the adults class. And then my wife and I train. Uh, we train a lot together. I always get the question like, Oh, who gets the better of who, but, uh, you know, it's always, uh, it's always fun rolling with her and, um, you know, we're always trying to get each other better too. Like we got mats at the house, um, and we do drills. <laughs> and stuff like that. So that's we're awesome, working, yeah, through and through a jujitsu family. And, um, we actually met at the gym, uh, doing MMA way back in the day. So yeah, it's just something that's always been in our lives. So. Excellent. Yeah. yeah.
1: Excellent man. and so I wanted to dedicate this show to Tamar Bucci who passed away um, state trooper who passed away unfortunately on the highway in Stoneham, I believe um, and all the fallen officers in recent his, in recent here in Massachusetts. Um, so this is dedicated to her but um, yeah so,
0: again KG, hey, so I before, before, you, before you before you go on i i gotta thank you for that man um tomorrow uh she was my classmate uh the 85th rtt um you know one of the good ones um you know that that was a tough loss for us a tough loss for everyone um you know i i bought some of her gear they got some custom gear uh that they're making for her that um the proceeds go to her family um I haven't got it yet, but I'd be wearing it uh, for the show. But yeah, uh, I like. If you, know, you got for, the for link,
1: it, send it to me, and I will definitely post it on
0: here for sure. Absolutely, um, I'll send that to you after we're all wrapped up. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's open for a few more days. Um, but yeah, man, that, that's amazing for you to do um, to dedicate. No, I, to I,
1: I got a lot of family, including immediate family. I mean, my father was corrections. My uncle was corrections, uh, state troopers in my family, uh, Boston police, everything. So always always for the blue. So, um, you know, I don't like to see any tough things. In the town I live in, in Weymouth, we had a very bad incident with Michael Chesna. Um, for people who don't know, he was killed by um, a young kid who... I don't know what he was thinking, but very tragic. So, um, a lot of respect to all the law enforcement for sure. Um, And I just, uh, it's a great thing that what all types of law enforcement does, you're all family, whether you're stateies, whether you're um, local towns, whether you're city, whatever, you all stand together. So, much respect for that. Keep us safe.
0: Thank you, brother. I appreciate it.
1: So, uh, Casey, I just want to say thank you so much for joining the show and really giving me an education on grappling and how this sport really needs to take off because this is very important in the MMA world, whatever type of um, stuff is going on. This grappling is very important and should be rectified and known, not just in the Olympics, not just um, quickly. So um Casey I want to thank you and I wish you good luck in the tournaments and everything like that and um I hope your wife kicks your ass no offense <laughs> <You> pro- <laughs> she pro- she probably does <laughs> oh yeah I she would-
0: gives me a rough for my money
1: oh um, you guys <laughs> are definitely dedicated with the mats at the house too
0: <laughs> yeah man we don't stop we don't stop um <laughs> Yeah, Matt, I think, thanks for having me on. Thanks for taking the time. I I appreciate it. Um, it was great talking with you. I know right after we had our interview, we were, we were talking about this getting together and, um, you know, talking a little bit about jujitsu and talking about, um, you know, just life in general and everything. I, I appreciate you taking the time to have me on.
1: And as I tell all my, you know, my guests and all my people who subscribe or watch my show, that everybody that comes on my show, you know. Whether or not you like it or not, your family when you come on my show. And, you know, that's why I appreciate every MMA is a big world and you know, they've shown me tons of respect. They're not scary people. They're average, normal life people like you and I. So, and a grappler right here is a first. Bruno could have been the first, but he screwed up that one. I'll I'll have a talk with him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Casey. Thank you for joining the show, brother.
0: All right, thanks, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thanks for watching Maddie
1: C's Sports for you and me. Make sure to follow Matty Cameron on Twitter at Matt Cameron twenty three, or follow him on Instagram at Maddie C twenty three, or subscribe to his YouTube channel Maddie C's Sports for you and me. Once again, thanks for watching.